Tired of commuting across town for music lessons? Are you sick of crappy YouTube tutorials? Then go to fetchclass.com. www.fetchclass.com. Teach and be taught in a secure video conference one-on-one. Better than Skype and or FaceTime. Included is a scheduling system that reminds you of upcoming lessons. It's great for teachers and students alike. Join now and get learning. www.fetchclass.com That's www.fetchclass.com With yearly revenue at $347 billion per year on an e-commerce site, you need a website. You need bot.96.lt, a place to buy and sell anything. There's no need to build a website. It's built for you. Be part of an e-commerce community. If you already have a web store, you can join for free now. Go to bot.96.lt for more details. Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning into the Apolog podcast. Thanks so much for supporting the show, and thanks a lot for telling a friend. You can go to www.apolog.esy.es. Apolog is spelt A-P-O-L-O-G-U-E dot E-S-Y dot E-S. Please subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, please subscribe to that too and rate and review the show. Also, if you shop on Amazon, be sure to click on the Amazon banner on the right side of apolog.esy.es. And bookmark it. And every time you shop on Amazon, go to that bookmark and you'll be supporting the show. It costs you no extra money, but it really helps me out. Thank you so much and enjoy this show. Well, here we go. Episode 19. This one is pretty crazy, folks. This is the real Mackenzie's in the basement of the horseshoe. It is a little hard to listen to. There's some swearing. It's fine. Uh, that's, that's what podcasts are all about. You can say whatever you want within reason. I mean, you can't say hate speak. That's not cool. But it's kind of, if you want to say what you want to say, is this is the form to do it, okay? And if you're offended, I'm sorry. There you go. Paul McKenzie has been a punk rocker, has been a musician, has been a staple point in the Celtic punk rock scene. He managed to blend punk rock and Celtic music together and did kind of what the Pogues did 10 years before him. And it was really cool to hang out with him at the start. And uh, I really loved the way he turned it on for the interview. (laughs) He was awesome. Yeah, so we heard some bands playing upstairs. It was really noisy, and it was a good time. And I really want to thank Melanie K at Melanie K PR for helping me out with this, getting me this interview. Uh, Melanie K has been a uh, basically a Canadian uh, leg of Fat Records for the past twenty years, uh, a punk rock label based out in uh, in Northern California. She's also started her own PR company, which is basically if you need promotions done, she's the lady to call. If you want to go to her website, you can go to www.melaniek. K is spelled K-A-Y-E-P-R. So you get it. Just search out Melanie K. K is spelled K-A-Y-E. That's the tricky part because there's an E on there. K. Yeah, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. And here you go, ladies and gentlemen, Paul McKenzie and the real McKenzie's.
Hey everybody, welcome to the Apolog Podcast, episode 19. I'm here with the real Mackenzies. Hooray! We are in the basement of the legendary Horseshoe Tavern. It's typical band room where you got writing on the walls. I thought we were in the dungeon. It's got some, what do they call that type of wood? That's called uh, slats, oh, slats, or yeah. sluts, sluts. There was I bet there's been a few Please. sluts down Slatties. here from time Slut to time. Slat. You know what I'm saying? Um, Don't act like you're not. But it's also got all these uh, uh, things written on the walls and the ceilings from <laughs> yesteryear. Probably around 30, 30 years of punk rock is uh, is here, and I can't see one pee pee. No, that's a good sign. No penises. You can't draw a crowd, draw a penis. Draw dicks on the wall. I've heard that song. If you can't draw a crowd, draw dicks on the wall. Um, welcome to Toronto. Hello, Toronto. T O T O T O T O. How many times have you been to Toronto? A uh, hundred times. I think, and, and like me personally. Yeah, as a band. Or uh, just, uh, as the Real Mackenzie. Yeah. I think Mel can uh, help me on this. Mel, how many well, times have you been here? Uh, I would say they've come at least once every eight months for the last twenty years. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? That, that's pretty good. Yeah. But my most memorable time was when. I was in Mel's basement, and the boy said, come on, let's go to the pub. I said, to hell with you. They said, why? And I said, because I'm playing ukulele for my new friend, Festus. And I just had this cat on my chest, and we played ukulele and drank beer for three days. It was the most <laughs> nicest thing ever. Let's introduce ourselves. I'm here with Paul McKenzie. I'm Paul McKenzie, and our Galician bagpiper, he comes from a small island on the west coast off the Strait of Juan de Fuca, an island that is newly formed from the British, uh, from the British Columbian coast, from Galicia. Here he is, bagpiper extraordinaire, Aspi. Hello, yo soy Aspi. <laughs> I speak over, English, too, but... You, know. <laughs> you learn it from And over to my right is Troy Zach, bass player extraordinaire. Yes, and... Uh, You've been a band since the 90s, am I correct? 1992. 92. Did you, uh, did you, did you have anything before the Mackenzies? Yep. What was it called? Well, uh, way back in 1974, I had a band called the Bonapartes. Our logo was a skeleton that was pulled apart with a Napoleon hat on him. But someone else had the name, so we had to switch the name, and years went by... And then I was in a band called The Wankers, and uh, because we were all wankers. <laughs> Just a tricky name. And then uh, I was in a band called uh, Brain Eater. Brain Eater, uh, Jim Cummings on the West Coast. He's actually quite a predominant artist, mm -hmm. still happening. Still spry and chipper, didn't fall to the big D. Mm -hmm. And then, and then, and then... And here I am now in the real Mackenzie's. <laughs> I have to tell you my Mackenzie story. But I can't believe we've almost been together 25 years. Holy 25 shit. Years. That, can I say shit? Yeah, you can say whatever you want. That's, a a, that's more than a life sentence. <laughs> Woo. I, I have to tell you my, my real Mackenzie story. I have one or two. My, no, no. Uh, let me tell you. Uh, I'm I, just getting over it. I played in a band, <laughs> and uh, we were touring across towards Vancouver, and we stop in our first city, which I would have probably been Regina, and there is this bagpiper, and he's playing. And I go, oh, that's kind of cool, bagpiper in Regina. We go to Saskatoon. Hey, there's a bagpiper playing there next day. There's, and it looked just like the guy from Regina. Calgary, same bagpiper. Edmonton. Ooh, lucky you. We were following you to every city for a week until we got back to Vancouver. 
Well, you know, that first city that you uh, mentioned, uh, the one named after the queen. Hmm. Oh, what was it? You know, it used to be called Pile of Bones before mm-hmm. it was called Regina. But since Bone had a heart attack there, we want to call it Angina. You got to tell that story because uh, <laughs> you had a guy in the band that had to take sick leave, which I think in punk rock is uh, unacceptable. I'm sorry. You can't take sick I, leave. I agree with you. Yeah. So if you have a heart attack, though, mild heart attack. A mild heart attack is because he got into my Clausen's pickle stash. And he, it wasn't really a heart attack. Is he got, he got one of the pickles stuck. Like what he he likes to tickle his uh, the outside of his bum with them. With pickles. And then put them back in the jar. I just found out about this. Well, it makes. But it- he pushed one up too far, and he got a a Clausen's pickle up his butt and had a heart attack. A mild one. <laughs> if you put it, back it's a good in thing the they brine. were mild pickles. Yeah, you put them in the brine. It actually sanitizes them again. They're fine. Yeah, well, that's why we have them. <laughs> so he, where is he now? Is he in a hospital or is he back home? <laughs> yeah, they got him splayed trying to get it out. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be okay. Mild push, heart. Bone. Push, push. <laughs> is it kosher? Was it kosher? That's right. It's the next question. Of course. Of course. And they were cold. <laughs> I like the way you can make light of a mild But you know attack. something? I'm I'm looking forward to the dribble out of his butt. I want to make a nice San Juan hur out of it. <laughs> God, I'm only kidding. Poor guy. I wouldn't do that. That's a shitty drink. Is he gi- joining you? Joining? Is he joining? Is he joining you again? Like, is he coming back? Like, what what did he do in the band? What did, what was his position? Because you got a lot of people in your band. It has to happen. Or we're just putting headphones on. You got me. Well, you know, that wasn't the only calamity that happened on us this tour. Yeah. We, uh, we get this van, we load it up, we're going through the mountains, and we're coming down a really steep grade, mm-hmm. and I go to push on the brakes, and pink, all the way to the floor. No brakes. Yeah, and I start laughing, <laughs> and Troy says, Troy Paul. says, Paul, are we okay? <laughs> and I said, yeah, we'll be all right. And I knew he was lying. Nobody knew but Paul and I, and I could see him gripping the wheel so tight his knuckles were white, and he would start laughing every time we got to the bottom of a hill. You drove the rest of You didn't just try and we stop? Drove, we, <laughs> drove, we drove from Jasper to like Banff that. with no brakes on the van. How far? No Jasper to Banff with no brakes. Holy shit. No huh? problem. No brakes, no but problem. But we, we blew our transmission, <laughs> uh-huh. which leads us to the next part of our story. Our transmission blew in Medicine Hat. So we... Uh, Ditched the van at a mechanic, got a rental van, carried on to Moose Jaw, which is a really great place. Mm-hmm. Al Capone used to ditch his booze there in the 20s. I never knew this. It's absolutely cool. Mm-hmm. And then we went to uh, uh, Regina, Saskatoon, Winnipeg, d- dumped the boys in Winnipeg, drove directly back to Medicine Hat, dumped the rental vehicle, picked up our van, mm-hmm. drove through a horrendous snowstorm, made it back to uh, Winnipeg, picked up the boys, drove the Canadian Shield, and mailed, made the deal in Hamilton. We did it. That is fucking commitment. Man. Tenacious audacity that in is... face of adversity. That's what we're all about. That's what we Mackenzies are all about. <laughs> and we only stopped for food once. Don't it. You stop for food? We only stopped for food once. You the rest to... of the time we ate out of the van. Oh, yeah. So you have to stop for gas too, right? Cause you... Yeah, but you're not allowed to eat when you stop for gas. You can have a piss and buy a bag of <laughs> chips, but that's it. Do you have a name for the van? <laughs> Shit. Yes, expensive. <laughs> expensive. Yeah, oh, expensive. that's expensive. Yeah, yeah. Phyllis Ex- Diller. Go load up expensive. We got to go on tour. <laughs> 
Is it your van from from the van the band van? Like, uh, yeah, of course it's a band van. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is that um, it's all new now. Mm. We have new brakes, new motor, new transmission, new axle. I mean, the shell is fine, mm. and I'm this van is going to take us around North America, tried and true, for many years to come. So, and and we're still coming in at under twenty grand. We're we're at about twelve. So what the fuck do I want? Yeah, that's true. It's true. Uh, Love you, man. Can't stay. Just want to say hi. Yeah, well, we're at the band room of the... Uh, everybody's got to try and get in here and change their kilts and stuff. I know, right? everybody needs a little piece of the Mackenzie. That's Woo! right, they are you. And who can blame them? I don't blame anybody at all. <laughs> and anybody at all. And um, I actually, I read a funny thing about you kicking all the Americans out of your band. I I thought that was <laughs> fucking hilarious. Well, I, I'd had enough. Yeah. I had simply had enough. Yeah. Was it border crossing stuff or was it was some mm, well, shit It was... You know, it was, uh, they don't have the, they just don't have the, the Canadian that I need, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, we take, we take things for granted, we Canadians, mm-hmm. but I mean, and these Americans, I mean, there's three billion or three million of, of the fucking cunts southwards, right? Yeah. And so, of course, they're the greatest nation in the world, right? It's 300 million. We are the greatest nation in the world. Yeah. What does that, as we Canadians, how do we identify to Canada? Well, we have, uh. We have ourselves. We are completely unique in yep. the face of the planet. Yep. And I, I demand to, for them to be polite. Mm-hmm. I demand for them to be uh, astute. And all of the good things about real Canadians. And yep. yet they just, uh, they're not up to snuff because they're American. I mean, it's not their fault. Yeah. And we still love them. Yeah. But they're out of the fucking band. Yeah. Well, I think, true. if you move to Canada from somewhere else, you can be whoever you want to be. But when you go to America, you have to be American. That's it, right? No matter where you're from. How droll. It's droll. Yes. But that is, you have to take, you have to pray. That's, and pray that's not to say that we, we we don't have anything against Americans. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, if I wanted to put something against someone, I wouldn't put it against an American. Mm. Just for the sake of being American? <laughs> <laughs> you're racist, man. Yeah. <laughs> Those Americans, they need a fair break well, you like know, everybody the, else. When it comes right down to it, they're all British. That's right. They broke away. They're mm-hmm. still they're, they're still the enemy. Mm-hmm. You know. And you're Scottish, right? So you gotta you know, don't like the Brits much. Right? <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah. Staunchly, I don't, might add. Don't like the Brits much. Yeah. But it's okay, you know. Um, uh, we forgive you, all of our American friends. Um, you know, it's just that we we're just a wee bit better. <laughs> Not much. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, our whiskey's way better than yours. It's better than the Irish whiskey. Garbage. And our cheese is better than yours too. You know what, James? Wisconsin, <laughs> Wisconsin is your best cheese. Are you fucking kidding me? Wah, 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 wah. You know what the Jameson's whiskey guy used to do? The Irish guy. He used to go to South America and make uh, pay like like bum fights, but get him to like fight to the death. The savages in South America, and he would say that was his form of entertainment. Isn't that crazy? No Scott uh, would do that. I think that's a little excessive. It's very excessive. <laughs> Blood yeah. sports. Yeah, now you two fight. One of you's got to die, or I'm not paying you. You know. So, and um, well, I like it. Yeah, well, it's kind of. But it's a little excessive. It makes the MMA look a little bit weak, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you you like cars? We were talking about cars. We were. What do you mean talking about cars? Cars we were, and bikes. We were, no, we were blabbing. Yeah. About gear. We're gearheads here. Yeah. Total yeah. gearheads. Yeah. Explain. You just bought a new car. What'd you get? 
Uh, I have a 1985 Volkswagen Cabriolet with a 2.5 liter and an Audi uh, high high performance exhaust. We're getting 165 horsepower out of that wee car. It weighs a thousand pounds, but my wife likes it too much, and so now it's hers, and I have to go to to Southern California to buy myself a done out Carmen Ghia, preferably a 1968 with a dual Weber and uh, uh, a big bore kit. Could you translate that into your native tongue, please? No, uh, for me it's impossible to translate it, but yeah. Um, Closer. Paul, I have an auto, antiguo. Yeah, I know bueno, what he's talking about. You don't need to call him that. Huh? He's your boss. Okay. A little respect. Uh, I'm sorry. No, no. Sorry, sorry. There are no bosses here. We run a complete democracy. Right. This, this democracy. Right? No, no, no bosses. No. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Um, okay. Keep going. No, no entiendo. No entiendo. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm pretending to know what you're talking about. See, that's what good journalists do. I don't like I, fucking cars. Sorry. I, I, sp- <laughs> I speak Galician. Okay. Galician. Isn't that on Game of Thrones? Isn't that Khaleesi? Uh, ga- uh, no, that is a. Uh, Kalisan. Kalisan. Kalisan is a queen, right? Mm-hmm. A queen? I think so, yeah. Uh, you have you you have all sorts of people in your band, and you've had how many people have played in this band? And the other one is can you name all of them? <laughs> hundred people. We've broken over a hundred men. A hundred men. Over the last twenty five years. Twenty five years, a hundred men. And bands. I'm friends with half of them. Half of them. That's a pretty good statistic. That's a very good statistic. I mean, I mean, if, if you think about all the shit that we have to put up with, I mean, I've put up with sociopaths yeah. and thieves yeah. uh, because Drug they heads. could play well. Yeah, yeah. And nowadays, I I think that we could make a musician better and start with a good character. You know, I've yeah. learned that. You need a good travel companion, and you need yeah, someone that's they can that's always moldable. learn to be good musicians, but, yeah. you know, like hot shots, you mm-hmm. know, they think that the do-all, end-all, mm-hmm. on your bike, yeah. you're out. Yeah, I agree. Bye, bye, America. I, <laughs> <laughs> I well, you're true. You're you're totally right. You need you're a bunch of people in a van. You have to be able to get along with each other. You need to be able. It's to. It's like a submarine crew. Yeah, you're tight. Everything's sort of like. Um, One moment, ask me. How do you say submarine crew in Galician? Yeah. Submarine crew? They don't know because it doesn't exist. What is that? That word. <laughs> what is that mean? Well, you know the Galician Navy <laughs> with their submarines. Submarine? U-boat? Underwater. U-boat? Blah, 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 blah. Ah, um, the, uh, underwater? Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's a submarino. It's, there you that's go. A, you there know you what? go. That is a cop-out. needs that to be a cooler word. Like, submarino. Like a is, it's the same in Galicia and <laughs> uh, Spanish. Yeah, well, of course, because it sounds... Because there wasn't... A, the word submarine didn't exist in your neighborhood. I don't know. So you have to go to the English one. I think we should make a new word up for submarine. Submarine? Yeah. He's rolling in his grave, I hope. Yeah, that's a John song, isn't it? That blubbery face, liver puddly and twat. Yeah, yeah, not too much love. We already spoke about how much you hate the Brits. Oh, I don't hate the British. I just don't like monarchies. I don't think the Brits like the Scots much. I think that's the problem. Uh, you know, I, I know I'm very close close friends with lots and lots of British people. I saw Braveheart. I just love taking a piss out of them. <laughs> I mean, uh, 
My granddad said, forgive them, but never let them forget. <laughs> Did he have like a red big dye on his face? He was oh, like, when yeah, oh, fight. And then he went <coughs> and died. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I uh, I like the money, the the the, um, the Scottish pound. Um, it's I think it's something wrong though because the Scottish you, pound is heavier than the English pound. <laughs> really? Well, because they're hardier men up there, that's why. And uh, you you can spend the Scottish pound about to Manchester, and then it's. We I don't, know, I know that they're we don't absolutely take that and totally racist in London. Yeah. Um. Um. Speaking of absolutely and totally racist in London, I want to uh, put you over to Troy, who uh, did a Grand Prix. Through uh, uh, what was that area of um, London that you did that Grand Prix through? I think it was uh, like a uh, race. It was yeah. a pub, and it was more like yeah, a race it was, around uh, the bar. It was no, it was uh, it was with the tour van, <laughs> and it was a race to get around for a parking spot behind the underground in uh, in a district of London. Uh, you know that the the traffic is absolutely insane, oh, twenty four yeah. hours a day, yeah. and just to find a parking spot. But Troy. Fathom through all negativity and found us that parking spot, and we unloaded the gear and did the gig. Isn't that right, Troy? Troy uh, on the base. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely Troy. not true. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what really happened, Troy? I'm not even sure what the fuck he's talking about <laughs> right now. <laughs> you know, you're a very brave I'm man. Sorry. <laughs> if you're driving in London, if you're driving in England, period, good, good on you because um, it's all different. It's all on the wrong side. Which London are we talking about? London, Ontario? Is London the... Yeah, we played there last night. That's what I was referring to. Uh, uh, Camden? London? How do you Camden? say? Camden, <laughs> London, um, Brixton. Brixton, yeah. yeah. Like, like London, right? You played Call the Office in the Academy? Uh, no, no, we didn't get to play there. We were quite upset. We had huh? to play another place. What was that called? No Tony Lima? <laughs> the fuck? It was, uh, it, was called, it was called Rum Runners. Rum Runners. It sounds like a pub to me. Uh, it's a big place. Was it's it? a, oh, okay. it's a yeah, big it's place. No chicken wings? Nobody eating chicken wings in the front row? No, there were some chicken eating motherfuckers working there. But, uh. <laughs> Actually, there were chicken wings in the green room. Ah, You know what I found? There's a new name for all that deep fried stuff you put in a plate. It's called Delicious. A, it's called a garbage plate. <laughs> really? It's called a garbage. Everything you put around is just garbage. Um, here, here. Hoo-ha. Well said. Hum. Top shelf. Um, it's really cool to have you on the podcast because you are, you are the... The, the grandfather or crazy uncle of Celtic punk rock? Crazy uncle, please. Crazy uncle. Let's say crazy uncle. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling a wee bit um, uh, lunatically avuncular. You're the one that would go buy booze for all the youngins. That's, right. that's your... And it's no problem. You know, I have uh, many little nieces and nephews and great nieces and nephews and their children. And it's really great when we play these uh, festivals outside and there's four generations of kilted Bastards and bitches coming up, cheering us on. It, it uh, does my heart good. Yeah. As a matter of fact, my heart sprouts wings, fights its way out of my chest, and flies away. How? How? You have a new album? Album. 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 Alvin. Is it album or album? Is it, do you call it albums now, or is it called mm. some sort of? Is there another name? What's the What's the name for album for? Uh, <laughs> in your disco, tongue. Disco. It's disco. Disco. Is it disco? Is it disco? A whole new direction for well, you? Well, I like the I like the real disco. Yeah. But that that Ponzi disco I don't like. What is Ponzi disco? Well, the the disco that tried to pick up on the real disco, like yeah. um, Donna Summer was real disco. Okay. You know, and, and, and all of all of her her uh, acolytes and everyone that was of that era, I truly do believe. I mean, I really like that. It was really a. Uh, it was really more of a, uh, an offshoot of soul. Mm -hmm. 
you know, a, yeah. a, a derivative of, of dance soul. Yeah. And then, of course, the corporations got involved with it and ruined everything, yeah. just like they ruined everything else. That's right. That's hey, right. there's money to be made. Let's fuck it up. <laughs> and uh, did you? Were you? Did you wear like the big collars and stuff? You have to tell me. Like, no, I wasn't. I wasn't into the disco scene. Yeah. But I'm like, I, I was really into like, like Marvin Gaye, like. Uh-huh. His last album, yeah. it was big in the discos, yeah. but it, it's not really a disco. Like, take for example, they say that we're we're a, a Celtic punk band. That's what you're. That's what they as. call us. Yeah. But we're not really a Celtic punk band. Mm. We're a Celtic rebel rock and roll band. I'll take that. But like, take for example, um, Ian Dury. Mm-hmm. Ian Dury was not a punk. Mm-hmm. He was he was involved in his own brand of kind of fucked up jazz. <laughs> and yet, because he was on Stiff Records, they said, ooh, new punk single. Right. And that's how they pushed him, and that's the moniker that he held until he mm-hmm. died. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't really like that. Yeah. Do you think if there's no real Mackenzie's, there would be no Flogging Molly? Well, we took them on their first West Coast tour. Right. Yeah. So uh, we gave them a good kick in the balls, mm-hmm. and a good one. Yeah. And uh, that helped to elevate them to the level that they are today, of course. Yeah. But they, they remain our friends. The only reason that we hadn't been working with them is because the bass player and I get along way too well. From and when we're drinking together, we cause trouble. And their manager, Gary, mm. who is now fired. Gary. Gary. Mm. Gary said that it's not good for Paul McKenzie to be together with the Flogging Molly. So he, uh, he blackballed us. Wow. Deep but now that he, now that he's fired, we're working with them again, oh, and we're, we're getting together and drinking and ramming each other's heads into the walls, just like the old days and punching. Oh, it's great! I have a flogging Molly story. Uh, I was touring with a band called Sum Forty One, and Flogging Molly and the Mighty Mighty Bossons were on tour. All three bands. Sum Forty One were seventeen-year-old kids. They wrecked the trash, the, uh, the the band room, and the bouncer came in as the bass player from Flogging Molly was like had a chair above his head because he was in on it, got punched in the face, and it was all this shit going on. I'm just hanging out. It's in Milwaukee or something. I'm, That's I, Nathan. I come back. He was a younger guy at the time. This yeah, was 2001. Nathan. Came back, and he's like... <laughs> and and what was the singer from Flogging Molly? What was his name? The Downway singer. Um, Fastway. He goes, don't cry. Do not cry. <laughs> and he's like, you know, it's just fucking authority and... And he's fucking crying out in front of the club. And I go, what's going on? He's a sensitive guy. He goes, what what happened? He goes, you're a band punched in the face. (laughs) He's fucking pissed off. I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. And I I was a tour manager for these 17-year-old kids, essentially. And he was crying out in the the thing. And I'm sorry I let that cat out of the bag because he had suspenders and like... He wasn't crying. He had red... No, because his lead singer... Well, he was young. Don't cry. He's a man now. He was. I think he was 20 years old at the time. I remember we were playing a gig in Austria. And uh, we were at the... uh, In the green room. We were playing with Chumbawamba. (laughs) <laughs> and we were sitting there just fucking pounding them, right? Just elbows to elbow, like wah, wah, wah. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the bass player for Chumbawamba comes in in this long coat. <laughs> and he goes up to the chicken wings. And you know Chumbawamba, they're fucking vegan, vegan, vegan. Yeah. 
and he fucking takes a chicken wing bowl and empties them into a big pocket on the inside of his coat. And I'm like, oh my God, Nathan, see that? Chimbabumba's got chicken wings. Chimbabumba's got he chicken wings. He will back down after yeah, all. And we, we, we confronted him. <laughs> yeah. I said, you, aren't you Chimbabumba? He says, yeah. I said, aren't you vegan and politically correct? He says, yeah. I said, well, then what about this? And I ripped his pocket. And in front of his band, all the chicken wings fell out. <laughs> That's and, uh, awesome. He pushed me and I fell into a huge vat, a huge bowl of uh, rope foot dressing. And it ended up Gambling all over the place and smashing on the floor. It was excellent. Is Chumbawamba still playing? I think they're done, right? Um, Did they back down finally? Uh, well, I don't know about Chumbawamba, but the chicken wings were well done. <laughs> chicken wings where? In Austria. Austria chicken wings, I don't know. Man. The guy, the first thing the guy says was, the green room was over there and the showers were over there. And I said, last time an Austrian said that to me, it was something horrible. <laughs> he didn't get it. No. Well, they, yeah, well, Austrians well, are... they're trying to forget about all that, right? They're guilty as fuck, and they're trying to forget about it. Oh, the Austrians? Osterreicher. Yeah. Well, the Führer of us kind of Deutsche. Yeah, well, he's the from Austria. The Führer is Austria. Hitler. He had a hell of a fucking grip on his left hand, too. That Parkinson's kicking in. Poor bastard. You know what? I think Hitler would have been an okay guy. You know, fun to hang out with, maybe? You know? Fun for a laugh? Well, Just yeah. the other shit, you know, like killing six million people. That's not the good part. Well, you know, um, as a matter of fact, I have a, I hang out in Berlin a lot, and there's a story that's going around that in uh, 1945, when they were bombing the hell out of out of the uh, the Reichstag at the time, <laughs> and he was down in the bunker, <laughs> one of the big blockbusters shook his bunker, and uh, he gets on the phone, he he gets onto Lufthansa, he says, Lufthansa, have you got a a, a plane out of here? I want to get the hell out of here, <laughs> and the stewardess says. Well, the person on the other end of the line says, okay, what's your name? He says, ich bin Adolf Hitler. So I said, okay, well, we have a seat available. And he says, uh, okay, um, I would like a window. And the woman replied, I'm sorry, we only have an aisle, Hitler. <laughs> I knew halfway through that story. It got, it was funny because it got topical. No, it's, it's true. And then it got, like a Stuka bomber. Yeah. You know, you know, whatever. We don't. We could talk about Hitler all night. Believe me, believe me. But let's talk about you and your band because your new record. Are, do you do videos anymore? Is this a thing? Like, I'm well, we just finished a couple of videos. Videos, really. One, uh, one of the a song off our new album called "Catch Me When I Fall," <laughs> and it's done in a uh, green screen. So we're we're uh, it's a Highlander thing <laughs> happening, and I get my head cut off, and there are our subtitles. Yeah. Uh, and you know, remember, follow the bouncing ball cartoons. It's in your head. Well, follow my head bleeding on the subtitles. It's really funny. Really, you'll love it. You'll love it. Is it uh, is it high art or is it classy video? Like it's it's low medium art. <laughs> low medium, low budget high art. Yeah, his friend did it, or is it just? Well, uh, the thing is, is that we didn't have a lot of money, and so yeah. we're depending on uh, on on this guy's art. Yeah. To, to pull this off in a low budget, and yeah. it, it comes out really well. It's uh, it's camp, it's affectionate, and it's violent. Is it gonna like? Where is your medium now? YouTube? Like, where do you where do you put this out? Oh, my medium is telling fortunes out on the street on a pillow. <laughs> my. No, what do you oh. use to put the video on? Where do you what do you use? YouTube? Do you use? Uh, oh sure, anything we can get. Yeah, I mean, are you all up on that tweeting and the twatting? Sure, and just the, uh, flog it, flog yeah. it, man. You know, I mean, it, it costs two grand to make two videos, 
So mm-hmm. we're really not in it for the money. Yeah. And, uh, and we just want people to have a good time and come out to our shows and support yeah. us that way. Yeah, and you must, you, you have good support. People love you. Look at upstairs. You can hear them upstairs. You're already playing. No, that's not you. Yeah, this is the Isotopes upstairs. Is the Isotopes? Yeah, and they... Um, Are they from Germany? No, they? they're a great band yeah. out of Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And uh, they sing songs about golf. <laughs> what? Yeah, golf. Really? <laughs> I had a punk song, one called Three Putt Fuck. I drove the green in two. I put her down in three. I'm a three putt fuck. That was the lyrics. Pretty classy, huh? All right. You want to do it? Uh, well, that's almost like old Mrs. Hunt. Old Mrs. Hunt had a hunt punt cuddy. Not a cuddy putty, but a cuddy putty hunt. It's a tongue twister. And when you say that, if it's you say cunt, everyone gets to punch you. <laughs> it's an no. old game. No, the big Basque man. Can I call you a Basque man? Because I can't pronounce your... Basque man! Na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. Basque man! Na-na-na-na-na-na-na. Basque man! That's good. Do you have your bagpipes down here? Could you play us a tune? Uh, no. Oh, yeah. oh, where are they? It's upstairs. Huh? Oh, really? Wireless? So if you just turn them on upstairs? Your sound man, I realize I know your sound man. Bob. He's not sound. <laughs> <laughs> he sits behind the soundboard. He, he, he jiggles a knob and tweaks a fader every yeah. now and again. Does he smile and laugh at your jokes? <laughs> yeah. Is he a yes man? When As he melts my face with his halitosis. <laughs> Do you need people like that on tour that tell you, yes, Paul, yes, Paul. Oh, come yes, on, he's out of Topeka, Kansas. <laughs> he is. Oh, I thought he's from Lawrence. Mars? Huh? Lawrence. Did you say Mars? Lawrence. Oh, no. Lawrence. He's from Topeka, Kansas. Topeka, Kansas. He used to date a friend of ours, Chai Pig, back in the day. Yeah, they used to make poo noodles together. <laughs> you know that Bob, Bob, well, Chai wanted to fire me because he wanted to take Bob on tour. Well, better fired than fucked. Fucked. I had the room with him. <laughs> I think he wanted to fuck me. I don't know. I'm not fat enough. Oh, now, Basque no. man over here. You're a chai man, for sure. Oh, yeah. Do you want to be in my back? Have you, have you seen him lately? <laughs> have you seen him lately? He looks like a, a Labradorian shaman. <laughs> he does. Female Labradorian shaman. Or a Mongolian um, type of... Uh, I mean, he's still playing. You got to give him that. Yeah. What he's playing, I don't know. No. My yes and if you has the Belky boys, and it always will. I'm sorry. I'm not afraid to say that. I'm not afraid to profess. How are we doing on time? We're 10.25. Don't be afraid. I believe the band just stopped. Yes. Oh. We are up next. Oh, really? We are on dick. Hey, you know what? We've been hogging the mic. Um, why don't you ask Troy some questions? Troy's a really excellent guy. His name is Troy Zach. Yes, Zach. He's Czech, Polska, and he's a drop-dead drop gorgeous, excellent guy. Mm-hmm. So gorgeous ask him a couple of questions. Ladies and gentlemen, in, uh, in uh, Cyberworld, this is Troy Zach. Bass player extraordinaire. So, Troy, how long have you been you? Three shitty years in this band. Three shitty years in this band? Yeah. Oh, he's asking you your birthday, you silly dunt. <laughs> I can't hear anything. You have the headphones on, Paul. Oh, you got the Paul. I don't need those. <laughs> Take them back. Speak you, up. You're the tour manager on this band, on this uh, crazy circus show too, right? Yeah, for the last couple and a half years I have been as well. Yeah. How's that feel? It feels like shit. Really? Have you ever been kicked in the balls repeatedly? Figuratively or literally? And vomited on. (laughs) Literally or figuratively? (laughs) Literally, figuratively. Yeah. Morally. Ethically. Ethically. Yeah. 
Being yeah. kicked in the balls, I have been kicked in the balls Actually, over Bone, the phone. Bone, Bone did kick me in the balls. Uh, we were in Lethbridge, Alberta, mm-hmm. and uh, it was my first tour uh, that I was tour managing, and he, he, was, he kicked me in the balls. For fun? For fun. He thought it would be fun. He was, he was still hazing me, and that's Bone's way. On stage? It's to take, no, we were about to go on stage, mm. and I, I got sick because of it. But I did get him back a year later in the airport in Frankfurt, when we were going through security, I, I quickly punched him in the balls, and he fell down in security. <laughs> and he he fell down in fetal position, going through security. And wow. I told, I said, "That's how it feels. You know, you're gonna live your life in fear. You hit me in the nuts, and I'm gonna wait a year, and then I'm gonna drop you." <laughs> yeah, he sits <laughs> planning. And that is a wow. check Polska way. That's right. It is. That's right. <laughs> don't yeah. fuck with these. People. No, don't check with. Don't check with the checks. Um, you're from Regina, right? No, I'm from Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Yeah. Oh. Saskatchewan. It's a small town. Oh, Saskatchewan. So you might as well call it Regina. Vagina. The Queen Shitty. Have you ever heard the song? Uh, incidentally, which is no longer Regina, it's Angina, named after the bone, yeah. who had a mild heart attack there. Have you yeah. ever heard of the song said, I love, I love Regina? Pardon me? I love Regina. Oh, that's too you bad, that man. song called I Love Regina. I haven't heard that song, actually. Yeah. I think it would be better. I love pile of bones. <laughs> I love pile of bones. <laughs> I Is still he- refer to Regina as pile of bones because it's a much cooler cooler name. And yeah, that's basically all there is. Did saying. it have a new German name? Because all the cities around here have new German names. Like oh. uh, Kitchener used to be New Berlin. Right. We have New Hamburg, which mm. is still New Hamburg. Because I guess they feel... Wow, well, so, so well, bad. Germany, Germany is actually my favorite country on the planet. It is my favorite. So country. it's it's a fantastic place. So you can you can have all the new German towns you want, and yeah. I'd, I'd be okay with it because it's a fantastic place with great people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just keeping away from the Europe. drums and uniforms and the Austrians, and they're cool. Yeah. <laughs> Those Austrians are just such bad. Okay, we're back to that. That's just Österreich. Oh, st- Oh yeah, I guess we're uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. We no, some, we don't, don't like rap. Yeah, rap. Unless it's a saran or it's a, some kind of thing to like eat. Like a shawarma of sorts. <laughs> I really liked. Uh, yeah, this is fun. Um, Let's just keep doing it. Tell with the gig. I, we should just set these mics and just somehow make them come up yeah, there, so and they can hear us talking. We'll move it all upstairs. Make it live. We'll turn all the gear down, and yeah. we'll just do this. Yeah, and people are like we what have the- a. Ladies and gentlemen, we have an excellent surprise for you. We're going to talk. Aspi from Galicia on the microphone. Hello. <laughs> oh. Well, good fucking harmony, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's, guys. That's, good. That's a strange type of Scottish. Oh. What? what type of Scottish is that? What region are you from in Scotland? Uh, I'm from Galicia. No, that's a... Uh, that's, it's, a, it's a tiny island like okay so we have the Pacific plate pushing against the, the, the North American plate yeah. and just lately a tiny island sprouted up in the Strait of Juan de Fuca on the west coast of Juan British Columbia and we called that tiny island Galicia Galicia British Columbia in the Strait of Juan de Fuca they have their, they're totally autonomous they have their own language and Aspie is the king of Galicia of course and um, we 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 speak a Galician language. Of course you do. Okay, of course. Do you, can you uh, give the uh, the people at home uh, a Galician limerick, a poem? The what? A poem, a Galician poem? That's poem? illegal. You'll have um, your tongue cut out. Okay, poem. No, uh, uh, no, no, Dad. No, Dad, no, Dad. How about a song? A song. How about a song? Yeah, a song. traditional. 
Eu chorar chorei o domingo à tarde. Eu chorar chorei o domingo à tarde. He just called tu Ana e Meiga, tu Ana e Meiga, tenho medo dela. What's that called? <laughs> I think, are you guys on it? That comes from the new Let's province just raised up in the uh, ocean it? on it the west coast of British Columbia. It's a new province. It's bigger than PEI. It's called Galilea in the Strait of Juan de Fuca. I love it. Thanks for being on the podcast. And this is the most going to be the hardest Thanks. one to edit. I, I hate it when these things end. Me We're too. having such a good time. So, name the new album. This is, we gotta do this. Rats in the burlap. Does it have to sound like that when you say? Shall I, I say? Shall I roll my R's? When you go, to, I'll, I'll get it up off the seat. Rats in the burlap. So when you go to HMV, you have to roll the R's. Are they just big? Huh? I don't know. No, talking. it's not just the high heels. <laughs> All right, thanks guys for being on the podcast. All right, Cheers. man, thank you. Okay, thank bye. you. Thank you. Take this care. See what I mean? That was pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. I had so much fun that night. It was so much fun setting up stuff and seeing band members come down and going, what? What's going on? What's happening? And then you say, I'm recording a podcast. And they look at you like, what? What's a podcast? Which is cool. Uh, by the way, I figured out what the word of that wood is at the start of the interview. It's called board and batten. I don't know how, I don't know why I didn't figure that one out because I have board and batten on the end, uh, outside my house. So there you go. Yes, awesome. Thank you so much again, Melanie Kay, for the for the podcast interview. She could hear at the start. She was talking. She's kind of like a person. She's like a, a history staple point in Canadian, uh, at least 90s punk rock. Very close to like the No Effects bands and Fat Records label and all sorts of stuff. Me first in the Gimme Gimme's. If you, if you ever want to get into a show, you can actually... Co- no, you can't. Sorry, Mel. You can't. Um, yeah, so, yes, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Thanks so much for clicking through on the Amazon banner. I had a little hiccup with Amazon. For some reason, you can't put an Amazon.com on your banner because you're actually then uh, stealing their trademark. But the weird part of it is is that you're actually supporting Amazon by advertising Amazon on your website. Do you catch why my brain explodes sometimes? Why is this so complicated? So I had to put this little phrase on the website, which is basically small writing, but I made the Amazon big because I'm I'm I don't care. And you know what, Amazon, if you if you don't want me to help you with sales, just don't worry about it. I'll figure out other ways to make money. Amazon, I'm really getting sort of a little bit irritated because they keep switching off my American one. When you go to some websites, you'll see Amazon on with a big smiley face like it's a big like like no problem so anyways i'm venting and i'm sorry people i'm sorry i'm uh, getting a little uh, hot under the collar here i just get all that hot amazon talk and i can't i can't i can't get it off my mind so good news the weather's getting better the weather is getting better that's that is good news yeah see i ended on a, on a good part so yes go to facebook um like us on facebook me on facebook i keep goddamn saying that like me on facebook the app blog podcast just search it out tell your friends um, because that's what makes the show uh, really tick for me. I mean, I know a thousand of you on Facebook, but I don't know all of you. So if one thousandth of the one thousand people told their thousand friends, then this would be something something cool. So if you like it, help me support the show. Also, uh, go to iTunes and subscribe. I don't know how many people are subscribing. It could be a hundred, could be one, could be just my mom. 
and my aunt. Who knows? I don't know because for some reason it's like the holy grail of information that you'd want to know. How many people listen to this podcast? iTunes. I don't know. We're, you know, whatever. Not many. It's going to be, I don't know, 20, 30, I don't know. It's like a bad tour manager. Uh, yes. So anyways, next week, who do we got next week? We have, oh, we got this cool one. It is uh, the guitar guys. It's this, uh, it, there's no, there's only one guitar in it, but there's a violin and a cello. And it's really, it's really darn cool. I had a good time. They all came up to my house and we played some music. We did some interviewing. They're from they're from Hungary and, and Serbia and certain places that I've never been to. And we had a great time. So thanks again, everybody. We'll hope to see you next week. I'll be here. Bye-bye. <laughs>